you guys so much for joining the One More Idea podcast. This podcast is a place for you to get motivation, self-help, and uh, get some life-changing business ideas. And, you know, we always say that uh, Thomas Edison says, I have not failed. I found 10,000 ways that won't work. All he needed was one more idea. And that's what me and Michael DeLuna are going to do today. We're going to sift through all the bad ideas and give you one more good idea, a life-changing idea. Isn't that right, Mike? Yes, absolutely correct, man. And I don't think that you can have enough encouragement and inspiration throughout not just your day, your week, and your life. And that's what this show does, man. So I'm fired up and ready to do a great episode today. So we hope that you guys enjoyed today's episode of the One More Idea podcast. Hey, good morning, Michael. Michael DeLuna, good morning to you. Hey, man, how's it going? Good. What? What are you What are you doing right now, man? <laughs> I'm I'm sitting at my desk, man, ready to get this podcast going, man. I'm so excited about it. Hey, r- real quick, I had uh, somebody tell me that that we should be, we should tell people how awesome it is, like the fact that we're not in the studio together. Yeah, like, and maybe we can just kick off the show. That can be a blitz idea. Like, so many people think. God, man, I want to do a podcast to do something big, but I just I don't have like the means to do it. Look, me and Michael found a way. I have I don't even know where these headphones came from, but they have a mic on it. That's what I'm using. And I have it plugged into my phone. It's no fancy like this is not fancy. You know, Mike, I think you upgraded and actually got a pretty good headset, Um, you know, and we just we go to the app. I send Mike a link, he opens it, and then the app automatically records as soon as you hop in, and I hit record. I mean, it's it doesn't get easier than that to accomplish your dream. That's right. You know, well, so that's a you know, idea for you kiddos today. Well, you know, I'll, I'll throw in a blitz too, man. I'm glad you kind of jumped on this topic because I have a great um, idea. I just didn't have many blitz ideas, but I'll say I'll say this, man. Um, it's really the the content I think that you know makes the show. I mean, we we uh, we always talk about that John Maxwell episode. Uh, he has a podcast, and you were telling me that the quality wasn't that great. There was something going on there, and um, he might might have been on vacation or something. But the content, I'm pretty sure that he delivered something that. I mean, you could listen to the you know. I grew up listening to like uh, cassette tapes, man, and you want to talk about bad audio? Those were bad, like. <laughs> Like they would get uh, they would get eaten up in the radio and then you had to take them out and then wind them back up with like a pencil or something. And man, you 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 talk about quality was trash. So to to have at least uh, be able to make out what people are saying, I think that that's a plus. So, I mean, I, I agree with you. If you have a vision, a dream, if you have a goal, Wait, hang on, like, hang on. to be yeah. able to make out what people are saying. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just think like, that's funny. Like, look at, look at, like, uh, look, like you're a little younger than me, but the, the, the audience is a mixed, mixed age. And I mean, we used to like, dude, like if you could record a song on a cassette tape and play it back and it was actually like audible, like you, you were winning because most of the time that stuff was really bad. And then CDs came out and they scratched up quite a bit. So it was just like, this is perfect, man. Like what we do. I mean, the, the content I think is what is most important, obviously, you know? Yeah. So, you know, I think they should probably have renamed tapes something like s-h-h-h-h you know because <laughs> as soon as you play a tape all you hear is shh 
Yeah, man. Like, and um, actually, since we're on that subject, man, um, like even VHS tapes, man, back in the day where, you know, you, uh, oh. <laughs> yeah, kids don't understand like Netflix wasn't always around, man. And uh, we used to actually have to put a VC, you know, have a have a VCR, and that the VCR would always eat the tapes up, man. So your movies are just trash. Oh man. well, you know what? <laughs> it, and I'm a little bit older than than you might give me credit for because I remember having like this uh, recordable VHS that I'd record my favorite shows, and you just keep recording over it until the quality. Like eventually, it's like okay, I just have to get a new blank VHS. You know, yep. same thing with tapes. You listen to the radio. It's like, oh, that's my song. I got to hit record. And then you yep. record it and you can keep listening to it. You know, yep, that, that's it. But, but you like it's different than now because now you just go to Spotify. You have every song at your fingertip. But back then, you know, it wasn't like that. You had to like be listen. You had to listen to the radio and you only heard what you either had a CD of or you heard on the radio. That's it. And, man. Uh, so I don't. Um, Maybe that kind of inspired somebody to to go back and and what were those those artists that you wanted to listen to as a kid, and and go back and, and listen to their full album, you know. Um, and here and here, I'll just kind of throw this in because it's kind of ironic that we're on this subject. I have an old uh, I don't even know what size it is from a, a like a one of those camcorders that took tapes, but they all had different sizes, right? Are yeah, they, some of them did. Some some of them had really small, and then like medium, and then the big VHS. Well, I have one that's a, kind of a medium size, and you have to have a converter. Like, and I played uh, the national anthem. We used to have a hockey team, and I played the national anthem for a hockey team. But I can't watch it unless I have a converter, <laughs> and I haven't been able to find a converter. You know, wow. so until I find that converter, I can't even watch the thing. That's you know, crazy. Tell, tell me that's not crazy. Like that's that's how far we've come. Like, and you can nowadays it's like not a problem. My kids playing the national anthem for for uh you know a sports event. I'm just gonna pull out my phone and I'm gonna record it and then upload it to YouTube or Facebook or whatever. But like you know we think think about it. About ten years ago, you couldn't do that. You know, ten no. maybe fifteen years ago, we we couldn't do that. We couldn't just pull out our phone and record stuff. You had to have a camcorder with a VHS, and then you had to know how to get that VHS into where it could be a file. Uh, I mean, it was like we've come a long way, man. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Uh, maybe you got any more Blitz ideas? Uh, I was going to say, man, I was talking to uh, one of my team members yesterday, and uh, she she said something that was sort of an aha for me. Uh, she said that she told me she said next week um, she's an integral part of our team. So obviously she she wants to let me know she's not going to be kind of in our office this coming week. She said I'll be on vacation. She said, but it's not really a vacation. It's a working vacation. She said, I'm going to go to Destin, Florida, because I just need a change of scenery. And so that opened up a conversation with her. And uh, I got a lot of ahas from just that maybe 15 minute talk, because I think a, a good blitz idea is if you're if you're a business owner or if you're just like you work, you know, crazy hours, then maybe consider a change of scenery. Like a, a good idea for me is go. Um, we have this really nice um, like event center downtown Beaumont, and it, it's uh, it's linked to like this little park. 
And man, sometimes I go out there like on a day like today where it's not hot, not not cold, and and literally just sit there and gather my thoughts. Maybe read a book. Maybe just de- you know debrief uh, the the week, the month. Um, we're we're sitting here in the last quarter of the year. You know, uh, three more months left, and and it's over with. You know, so anyway, um, I think uh, change of scenery for some. It, it could be beneficial, whether it's whether it's a, even like I've had some of my guy friends say, man, I go to a deer lease. And if I don't even hunt, I just like to go there just to absorb the ambiance of being out in the wilderness. So, hey, man, you know, maybe just take a walk in the in the woods or something. Don't get lost. But I mean, a change of scenery could potentially like kind of help your mindset. Mm-hmm. I totally agree with that. <clears throat> um, I think that's one of the best things you can do for creativity. Yes. You know, uh, which is kind of what we're talking about on the show. A lot of times we're trying to help people to spark you to get that new idea. And uh, sometimes you just got to pack up and go somewhere, even if, you know, in the back of your mind, you're like, why am I doing this? I really don't want to go nowhere. I just want to stay in my comfort zone. Well, uh, you know, sometimes if, if you're trying to get that breakthrough idea, you need to get out of that mindset and just go somewhere, go travel. It doesn't have to be far. You can go to the park, just go to the park, go, you know, um, but I do think there's power in traveling like at least an hour away. And for mm-hmm. us, we're so lucky because we have Houston an hour and a half away and there is a ton of stuff. You can go to Houston. Yeah, exactly. Hey, uh, real quick, <clears throat> my blitz idea uh, for the day, it, you know, recently at rehearsal, we, uh, you know, you, you heard what happened last night at rehearsal. It was pretty incredible. <laughs> and yeah, I think the blitz idea is, you know, um, c- cause here's what I had at my fingertips. I was like, I want our worship live stream. That's what everybody hears on Sundays on their device. I want that to be on another level. And, and that's what I've been brainstorming on for weeks and months and pretty much years since we've gotten this set up. For years, I've been. This has been like a constant thing that I've been trying to do. And uh, last night, I went to a whole nother level, and it's all because of this one idea. Um, you know, I, I'm constantly learning, and in the past few years, I've learned and grown a lot. And I do encourage people keep learning, keep growing, and in, in fields, even if it's not your gifting. And I'd say this is my gifting. But uh, here's what I did. I found somebody who like this is not just their gifting. This is their calling. Okay, and Mm -hmm. they are on a whole nother level of it. This guy does uh, mix and mastering for a living. And I reached out to him uh, from the advice from another church and sent him our mix. And he did some tweaks and sent it back. And I mean, it sounds like Hillsong. It it completely took it to another level. So the idea is that, you know, um, yes, keep learning and growing, but find somebody who is uh, doing it at a high level already and uh, pay them to do it, <laughs> you know, mm. quite simply, just pay them to do what you're trying to do. If it's something that they can, you know, like in May, and you can do this in any field, really, you can pay somebody to teach you, you can, you can pay somebody to do it for you. Like, you know, I want to paint, but I'm not quite as good at it. I want want to get my car painted, and I want to learn how to do that. But, you know, I know if I pay somebody to do it, 
they're going to do a way better job because I don't know how to do it yet. Right. That doesn't mean I shouldn't learn, but right now I'm going to pay them to do it because I know that they'll do, they, they have the experience. They have a lot of skin in the game. So hopefully that helps somebody out there. Man, that's, that's awesome. I, you know, one, one word comes to mind whenever I think about what you said. And, um, I study, actually, I have a friend that is, a, um, he's a Jewish guy. And, um, he told me, I asked him one day cause his, his mom, uh, his mom and dad, uh, they, they've accumulated some wealth. His grandparents were wealthy. His family, uh, that came to the United States less than 20 years ago is wealthy. And he's probably on the road to be wealthy. And I, I said, Hey man, I'm just curious. Like what, how is it that the Jewish culture seems to just have money? Like what's up with that? And he said, man, he goes, because we, we figured something out. And he said, I learned this at a young age. And I was like, what's that? He goes, do you cut your own grass? I said, mm, Yeah. He goes, okay. He goes, well, the difference between a wealthy person and a non-wealthy person is I take that hour of time that it takes to cut a, cut grass and I pay somebody. And he said, it's called leverage. And he said, you can get further when you focus on your talents and your giftings than to be trying to do what other people's talents and giftings mm. are. Bro, that was a game changer for me because now I do what you just did last night. I think, okay, what do I, what do I need help at? What am I not good at? And I just pay somebody else and I focus on what... I, <laughs> Yeah, you did. You did it. And look, look at the result, man. I, I mean, literally, I, I was blown away by listening to that recording. And if y'all don't know what he's talking about, man, we had rehearsal last night and it literally sounded like a recording artist, like like a, a national reclaimed recording artist because of what this guy did. So, man, imagine. Here's another blitz idea. Imagine what if you refine something that maybe you're lacking in your life. Like, let's say you're working on that 1973 malibu uh that's a classic car and you can't figure it out pay somebody dude like say hey look i can't get it running maybe i need to pay somebody that might be able to and then now you you can literally have that car on the road like in a couple days but you've been working on it for over a year and still can't figure it out it's i don't know if it's pride but i think we just have a lot of you know thinking that we can do things that maybe maybe we can't um maybe maybe leverage is is the answer and I mean, there are cultures that that believe in leverage. And and here's another thing that he told me that I love. He said he uses people. And here's 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 what uh, aha from what you just said. It's a guy that a church recommended. He uses people in inside of his network. And for us, it could potentially just be, you know, church people. There's a lot of professionals that are in the church. Uh, There's a lot of people that that have auto shops that have, you know, other things that you might need. And he said you said. Well, the guy referred me some to somebody and my friend said they use people in their network only mm-hmm. and they, they they send business to each other and their businesses grow because of the referral system. So mm. I, I, I love that's a whole nother podcast, man. But I I, do, I like spent so much time with this guy just picking his brain and it wow. makes a lot of it makes a lot of sense, man. So but that those are great blitzes, man. I, I, I'm encouraged. Man. <laughs> you know. I kind of feel like these blitzes might turn into uh, episodes down the road because I, I think so. So I'm I'm taking a mental note, and you know <laughs> I was I was looking through our uh, our episode titles and we got some really good stuff. So if if you're listening, just hang on to the podcast, and I know uh, you know just we might not spit them out um, consistently week to week, but what you know we're pumping out at least two to three podcast episodes a month. And this is really good stuff. So I just want to encourage you guys, keep listening, go back through our episodes and and find something that stands out and drop us a like or 
or share on Facebook. We want to hear uh, what what's impacting you guys and what ideas you guys are getting out of these. So, uh, hey, how about we jump into a big idea, man? Are you ready for that? Yeah, man. This this uh, I'm gonna I have a disclaimer though, real quick, man. This this big idea is is something that I I really feel like we talked about episodes, and I think this is one that you're gonna wanna you're gonna wanna mark down that this episode. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And the reason why I say that is because I did a book club for my team um last uh, about a, two months two months ago, and it ended last month. And man, there was something in this book that I've been reading. Uh, the, the the name of the book is Never Split the Difference by Chris Voss. But here's what's beautiful about reading, guys. If you read a book, what happens is most of the time, and I, I bet Michael's going to chuckle when I say this, you don't you don't typically get through the the second to third chapter because what happens is you read something in the book that causes you to research what you just read, and it opens up a whole nother like. I don't know, like another hidden chamber that you didn't know existed, right? So I finally made it through this book, and the last chapter of this book was the absolute best chapter of the whole book because the guy that wrote it is Chris Voss. And Chris Voss explained something that was was a, a theory that came from somebody else. But I'm going to dive into this theory, and by asking Michael first a, a quick question, have you ever seen in your lifetime a black swan? Mm. most wow. black most black swans are white right they're they're white so there is a theory that um came about this and it's called the black swan theory or some people call it the theory of black swan events and uh, so bear with me audience i'm going to read just a little bit it's not going to take forever and then we're going to dive into this theory because i think it's going to be a game changer so <clears throat> the black swan theory tells us that things happen that were previously thought to be impossible it's a metaphor okay or never thought of at all that's why the same as sam that some things happen against a one in a million odd but rather that things never imagined come to pass until the 17th century people could only imagine white swans because all swans that were ever seen possessed white feathers in the 17th century in london it was common to refer to as impossible things as being black swans so now I actually use that. I had a lady calling me. She wants a house for $130,000 with a swimming pool, and uh, she wants it to be in Port Natchez. Well, anybody that's in real estate knows that that's a black swan. Like that's, you know, you can't find that. Some people call them uh, purple unicorns. It's just not, it doesn't exist. So, but listen to this. Here's the flip side of the coin. But then a Dutch explorer named William Devon went to Western Austria in 1967, I'm sorry, in 1697, and saw a black swan. Suddenly, the unthinkable and unthought of was real. People had always predicted that the next swan they saw would be white, but the discovery of black swans shattered the worldview. It's just like if we walked outside and we we saw a dinosaur. Like, wait a minute, that doesn't exist. What the heck? Black swans are just a metaphor, of course, but think of Pearl Harbor, the rise of the internet. The 911 event in, in uh, New York and the recent bank crashes and maybe even the pandemic. But I want to read something and then we've got a good 12 to 15 minutes to just just cut this up. Listen to this, guys. This this was the most this wisdom that I just got from this particular book. This next uh, paragraph is is this is my uh, icing on the cake. It says it is the person that best is able to unearth, adapt to 
and exploit the unknowns that will come out on top. To discover these unknowns, we must interrogate the world. We must put out a call and intensely listen to the response. Ask a lot of questions, read non-verbal clues, and always voice your observation with any counterpart. Man, mic drop right there, man. So let's just kind of dive into this black swan theory. So I've, I've had some things that happened to me that I could say are a black swan. And we can learn from those black swans. We can, we can learn from what we thought was impossible. But, man, I just want to I just wanted to throw that out there. And I want to just, just pick this apart because I think this, this is a pretty interesting theory. Because it's only a matter of time, if it hasn't already happened, that in your life, you're going to experience a black swan. Something you just never imagined would happen. And it happens. So how do we navigate through those things? How do we predict or even prepare or how do we even like maintain after the effect of a black swan has come and, and gone? So, man, I know you want to say something. So I'm going to just open it up for you to speak, Mike. You know, in this just kind of after you've said everything, it's just kind of all come to me. Like, I feel let me ask you a question, Mike. Do you ever notice with some people? They're always finding the black swan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm one of those people. Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, think think about, and I'll give you some examples. Um, you know, we, me and my wife have gone through three washers, and we didn't pay for any of them. That, to me, that's a black swan. Mm -hmm. um, let's see. I... You know, I have like almost eight guitars mm -hmm. and I probably paid the price that most people pay for one guitar for, mm -hmm. you know, all having all those eight because I built them myself. Right. You know, and I think to me, like find, being able to find black swans, I think it was in there was one thing that you said, being able to unearth, adapt to. And I can't remember what the third one uh, was it was a uh, and exploit the unknowns that will help you become be, like get on be on top exploit the unknowns was the third thing exploit and uncover yeah because because what what this guy is saying is that part part of like an um maintaining or preparing for a black swan is to is to to research as much as you possibly can to where yeah. Uh, the the unknown becomes the 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 known. But but let me look. This will take like two seconds for me to explain. In this book, he's talking about he's a F, he's an FBI negotiator, and so what he what he said was um, there was a guy that one day he wakes up in the middle in, in the, during the day at eleven thirty, and he walks. It's seventy degrees outside, a beautiful spring day. He walks outside and he he shoots his his mom. He shoots her with a shotgun. He walks into a delivery and shoots his stepdad, and then he shoots his brother, and he, he walks down to a bank. He goes into the bank, and he immediately shoots the, the, the guard, and he holds everybody hostage. Yeah, I know this is a little gruesome, but follow me. There's a, there's a point. So the FBI negotiator comes and basically uh, starts to negotiate with the guy, and the guy does not have any demands. So it freaks them out. They're like, well, what are you doing? Why did you do all this stuff? They just heard about this this uh, triple homicide down the street. 
but they don't uncover, there's that word, uncover, or ask questions to link the two together. Because a black swan already happened because the black swan is the fact he murdered his family. Who does that? That's a black swan. So going down to the to the bank and shooting a security guard without holding him hostage is another black swan. And what, what this guy is saying is that if they would have uncovered that, they would have found that he's there's something more to, to than just money. He doesn't want money. He doesn't want a helicopter to escape. He left a note. And this is another aha. How many times do we do this? He left a note behind, a suicide note that said his whole goal of doing this is to to uh to be killed by police. He wanted to be to suicide by cop or whatnot. Well, they read half of the note because it was a bunch of gibberish. And they missed the most important key Whoa. element, which was the fact that what he wanted was for them to kill him. So he killed a hostage. He shot her point blank and said, if you don't give me what I want, I'm going to kill every hostage in here. And the police kept saying, what do you want? He said, I've already told you what I wanted. They're lost. They're confused. They're like, I don't get it. Well, if if somebody would have just read the note in its entirety, there would have been another black swan, another clue. Somebody would have unearthed something else. That would have told the police, this is what this guy looks like. We had a little technical situation. Yeah, we're back, hey. though, man. We're back. Hey, listen, so I'm going to just like come right back in where I was at. Okay, so for, for a uh, someone, a hostage uh, taker to kill a hostage, what is so astounding is that a hostage is leverage. You don't ever kill your hostage or else there's nothing mm. left there. Checkmate. So the black swan basically is meaning... There were so many black swans that happened that day that the police did not catch because the, the one thing that threw them off. And here's something that we have to think about in life. The, the one thing that threw the, the police off was that they thought it was going to be an easy in and out because he said that he. That's, they, they misunderstood what he said, so they did not. And again, I'm going to go back to this paragraph. It is a person that's able to unearth, adapt to and exploit the unknowns. That will come out on top. There were so many unknowns and the police clear cut case. They thought that the suicide note was was just him ranting on about something. But and they didn't link the, the murder of his family to the fact that it's the same guy. They didn't link it together. And if they would have, they would have realized that they're dealing with a black swan. And you have to deal with those situations way differently than you would just a, a normal uh, situation. So anyway. That's that's that. Wow. <laughs> wow. And, you know, <clears throat> kind of like what I was saying with the, the washers, you know, there there is it, it, not that I use leverage or anything, but I, I fully believe that, uh, you know, I was able to navigate to a place of faith, you know, as a Christian where mm-hmm. I believe that, you know, uh, our, our God in heaven. And this is just with my faith wants to bless us according to his riches and glory. So, you know, I, I take huge, giant leaps of faith, believing that he's going to meet me there, even though, you know, I, I told Hannah the last time our washer went out, I was like, look, we're going to get a washer today. I don't know how, but it's going to happen. Hour and a half later, somebody reached out to me and blessed us with a washer. Mm-hmm. You know, to me, that's a black swan. But mm-hmm. it, uh, it, it might be a stretch. Because kind of what I'm gathering from what you're saying is not so much about about faith, but it's more about like, what's that detail that if you just get microscopic with it 
and look where nobody else is looking, what's that detail that you need to see that you need to find? Kind of like he, we need to be Sherlock Holmes, you know, because he's mm-hmm. able to look. He's able to see like, you know, when he walks onto a uh, crime scene, they're like, "Why do you care about uh, what car was sitting five blocks away?" Like, why are you asking about the color of the car five blocks away? And then that seemingly like uh, that small detail that seems like it's not connected at all, he somehow finds a way. Well, did you notice that there was a guy sitting in it with a trench coat? And with uh, homicides like this, it's quite often that the guy wears a trench coat. I don't know. I'm, I'm just like explaining like you've got to be able to see like uh, – what was really key in what you said, unearth, adapt to, exploit the unknowns, read the nonverbal clues. What the, There's clues yeah. all around us. And what are those clues that, like, I listened to a bunch of other churches' live streams, and I was like, there has got to be a way for us to be able to sound that good. There's got to be a way. And it just almost, like, uh, agitated me because I'm like, we have the right equipment we have the talent, everything's there, but there's just some kind of extra level that I know, like if I just push a little bit harder and look just a little bit deeper, you know, and I remembered something that a guy told me when he was at our church, helping me with something not related. He made a comment and he said, Hey, for $500, you can reach out to this guy and he'll, uh, he'll get your live stream to, to where it sounds amazing. He's like, believe me, you should do it. And it was just a small offhanded comment. And then we went back to what we were doing. But in that moment, I remembered that almost like uh, I unearthed that unknown. Because to me, I'd never thought about paying somebody to do that. I'm like, well, I got to be a good steward mm-hmm. of the money we have. I got to learn how to do this, you know. But back to that word leverage. You know, um, why spend all that time doing that when I can focus on something else, which is where I'm at. Like, you know, instead of spending 40 hours or 60 hours Mm -hmm. learning this whole new thing, maybe I can push and find the money and we can just pay the guy, which $500 in the grand scheme of things isn't that much, you know, uh, with something like this. But in the payout is huge. Like, so... I do think this is a very, very powerful concept to, because they're, I think all around us, if we look for like, maybe you want to get to that next level in your job, or maybe you want to make that sell, or maybe you want to, you know, uh, solve that problem or whatever it is. Like if you can keep look, like try to think outside the box, like how can I look where nobody else is going to look and find that detail that nobody else is going to find. Like it, and like, let's, let's take those cops and those detectives, for instance, what if they just trace their steps? Like, and I was looking at something today, like in the heat of the moment, because really my big idea for, uh, for our next podcast is going to be, uh, coping skills, you know, and it all comes down to in the heat of the moment, what do you do? And I think Mm -hmm. the people in those situations, like Sherlock Holmes in the heat of the moment, he has a process. He always goes through his process, you know, and this detective who wrote the book, I would imagine he has a process and in the heat of the moment and 
you know, you got to cover all your bases. And what's, what's interesting about it is that when it comes down to it, they didn't do their job fully because they, like you said, they, in their mind, they'd already checked out. Like, this is going to be easy in and out. Like, no, nah, we're not going to read all that letter. We're not, we're not going to look at this murder any deeper than we have to. We're just going to process it, give, you know, throw it to the books. Yep. Like, we're, we're just going to do everything, just normal routine procedure. Oh, another bank robbery. This is going to be like every other bank robbery we've ever done. And what if you threw somebody into the mix who's who thinks like th- it almost makes me think like those workers didn't do any more or any more than they had to. Very apathetic, you know, yes. to get into that situation and like miss so many of those black swan details, you mm-hmm. know, they're well, only hey, doing to get by. Well, look, I'm going I'm to read this, man, because it's really in line with what you just said. Uh, it says, uh, the world didn't tell Steve Jobs that it wanted an iPad. He uncovered our need, that black swan, without us knowing the information was even there. The problem is that conventional questioning and research teaches us um, that uh, techniques, I'm sorry, are designed to confirm known knowns and reduce uncertainty. They don't dig into the unknown. And I think what you're saying about the Sherlock Holmes is that a lot of times, he, he does dig into the, the unknown, and that's why he was so successful, the, the character was. And I think that if we start today, so here's the action plan. If we start today, like digging deeper into situations and not just think, okay, I'm going to look at the surface, and um, it makes fun. Dig deeper. And, man, I think that's where people really get uh, to know other people very well because they ask the right questions. If, if you're looking to uh, obtain a new client, ask the right questions. If you're looking to like Michael, you know, I want our pod, I want our, um, our broadcast to be like top notch, ask the right questions and uncover, like, don't just, don't just say, okay, well, we have the right equipment, you know, who can help us use the right equipment or even uh, take it to another level. Obviously you have to do what, what it takes. Cause I mean, we had to spend a little money. Yes. But now, I mean, obviously <laughs> it worked, man. I mean, listen to what it sounds like now. So, man, I, I just I hope that everybody got something out of this, man. But again, the black swan is just saying that basically it's a theory that, you know, things can happen that pr- previously you just thought it, it was it was impossible. It would not happen to you or, you know, 911, whoever thought like we would be staring at that. Like who would have ever thought that the banking system would crash or, you know, COVID. I mean, I consider COVID to be. So anyhow, uh, I don't know. I hope you guys enjoyed this. We're, we're creeping right there uh, on the doorstep. So, but um, Michael, if you had any closing thoughts, man, I'd love to hear them. Yeah. You know, I just, I think it's a really powerful thing to, to, uh, you know, go through life. Just like, what if, life could be on a whole nother level for you or what, what if your job, what if your marriage, what if your, your parenting, what if you're, uh, you know, going through tough situations and, and navigating this thing called life, what if it could be on a whole nother level? And, you know, our podcast is all was generated to help people just get that one more idea to be able to get to the other side of, of their problem, whatever, whatever it is that they're going through. And, and I do believe that, you know, it kind of comes back to something we talked about a long time ago is persistence. 
I think that goes hand in hand with this whole idea of the, the black swan. You know, if, if you want to see that black swan, if you want to find that, that unicorn moment, if, if you want to uh, see or get the opportunities that most people don't get, you've got to be willing to do what nobody else is, is willing to do. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, what's Dave Ramsey talks about that a lot. If you want to live like nobody else, you've got to do uh, save like nobody else pretty much. You know, to, in order to, to find that black swan, you're going to have to become a black swan. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to become that person that, uh, you know, is adaptable, is, is looking like, you know, when I'm hanging out with a group of people, I'm not only listening to the words that they're saying, I'm watching the things that they're, they're not saying with their mouth, but with their body. Yeah. You know, those, those nonverbal clues are huge. I mean, huge. And, you know, go watch a YouTube video on uh, non like uh, body language. Okay. Yeah. And I think, you know, that that's just like one example, but there's many, many, many examples with, different situations and things that present themselves that what, how can you go deeper than what just meets the eye? You know, mm. and we, we've talked a lot about uh, the difference between perception and perspective. Mm-hmm. Like at first, at, at first glance with a bunch of different, at first glance with anything, that's perception, right? Yes. Like at first glance, I'm, I'm looking at an energy drink that I just drink and I'm looking at, you know, a Jason, old Jason's Deli cup in my office. And at first glance, not actually looking or picking it up, my perception is that, hey, this is a drink. So there is liquid in this, right? Because this holds liquid. It's a can. It's a cup. But yeah. once I pick it up and I notice, oh, it's empty. My perspective on that, that's my perspective now. And I can't have the, a lot of people confuse the two. Like, yeah, my perspective on this can is that it has, you know, um, it has liquid in it. Therefore, I can drink this. Well, that's not necessarily the case until you pick it up because perspective is based on truth. Yes. Perception perception is based on, uh, you know, I guess almost like hypothetical, uh, not necessarily true. It could be true or it could be false. You know, and and you don't know until you actually go further and investigate it to find that truth. Therefore, you can believe without a uh, uh, without a reasonable doubt, you know, that it is true and you have proof of it that there's two things like that that require, you know, somebody to really to really want to change and um, probably even change from perception to perspective and that's proof beyond a reasonable doubt and uh, what's in it for me, you know, and those, those are the two components of change. And that's, that's a whole nother thing in and of itself. But anyways, man, I, I do believe this is a powerful, uh, you know, this is definitely a powerful idea. The black swan, go, go find the black swan of your life. Go find the black swan of your marriage. Go and you know, what, what is it that you're not seeing that if you look a little bit deeper, you know, it could take, you know, it could take you from zero to a hundred because I found the black swan of, in my industry with, um, recording that live stream sounds completely different. And to me, that's a black swan because, you know, last night we had a pretty rough rehearsal with vocals, but 
You know, at, at the <laughs> yeah. end of it, when we came and we listened to it, you couldn't tell. It, no, not it at sounded all. almost just like the recording. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, really... it was just so to me. That's a black swan to yeah. be able to have that. You're so, right, man. You're right. So listen, uh, let me let me land the plane by by saying this. You know, we can turn this all around uh, for good because obviously that's what our podcast is about. Uh, so again, in the example, the 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 FBI missed a lot of black swans because they were just focused on the known knowns, the the things that they could see, the things that they were accustomed to. Sometimes, and here here's the aha for the whole you know uh, segment today. Like Michael was just saying, sometimes you have to dig way below the surface and dig as deep as you can to find out like what what is really going on. Like what is somebody really trying to tell you? What what is your you know, what is your situation really look like? Is it as devastating as you think or is there a way out? And typically one good thing that I love and I know this is going to sound really crazy, but I what I love about problems is that most of the time there's a solution. And and with the right mindset, you can get to the solution. So mm. even even if you're in a black swan or even if you 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 see one coming there, there typically is a solution. And man, I just saw something that said and I, I just want to share this with the viewers. It was on someone's Facebook page, but it spoke to me. It said uh, it said your shortcomings and your pain is nothing compared to the joy and the pleasure that's coming. And I thought about that because even if you're dealing with a black swan. Uh, there's there's a solution so just keep pressing keep prying keep digging and it will it will come to you and there's there's really nothing that i feel like we can't overcome so anyway i hope everyone enjoyed this segment man for me i i'm gonna go back and listen to it again and take great notes so yeah that's good man that's good well yeah <laughs> my my last you know thought of this is that you know take take this idea in today kind of the challenge that you said you know, and the challenge that I'll say is, uh, you know, go go deeper than than typical. Like, and I don't know that looks different for every person. I know for me, um, what it looked like was reaching out to somebody who was really really good in the area that I was trying to uh, succeed in. And um, you know, for your friend, it was paying somebody to mow his lawn. Maybe yeah. pay somebody to mow your lawn. You know, maybe start there. And see, see how that turns out. And, uh, you know, maybe pay somebody to wash your car or like, what, what is it that, that you could take a step in to just do something, uh, where you're paying somebody who does whatever it is that you're trying to do at a high level, like way higher than what you're normally able to do and, and see, maybe that's that, that black swan, you know, in your life, um, so anyways, we hope that you guys got mm -hmm. a great idea out of this. Yeah. Uh, we hope that you're encouraged, inspired, and motivated uh, to impact the world and, and to make a difference. So, uh, yeah, you guys take care. Be blessed. Yeah, thank you. Take care. Well, on this episode and every episode we always like to close out with a uh, albert einstein quote you know and he says that we cannot change our problems with the same thinking that we used when we created them when we found out about them in the first place so what it's going to take is us uh changing our thought patterns and trying to 
come to to the realization that there's good ideas out there. We just have to know what they are, and, and we have to push ourselves to grow outside of our comfort uh, in order to have that life changing breakthrough idea. Yeah, and there there were tons of solutions, suggestions, and strategies that we gave you today in every podcast. So we challenge you to use these in your day to day life and share it with somebody and invite somebody. And uh, let's help change lives. And as always, thank you so much for tuning in. We'll talk to you all the next episode.